peers support each other in hard times. Lincoln here from Turn to Burn, FamityFamily.com's Transformational Man Cave, where we encourage males to crush effeminacy and aspire to domestic excellence. We're continuing on our life raft tour of the pressure, peer pressure, IVEM, peer pressure management techniques. And we started to go through some of the reasons. Sorry, thank you for being present with us today. We started previously to go through a number of the reasons why persons join peer groups. What is it that they get out of peer groups? And we went through the first two of the four A's. The first A is acceptance. That's people get acceptance from peer groups. They get attention from peer groups. And the third A today is they get admonition or supportive, authoritative coaching. So the third A in what the values that people get from a peer group is admonition. And admonition here speaks to supportive, authoritative coaching. Proverbs 17, verse 17 teaches, and that's a reference from the Holy Bible, teaches that peers support each other in hard times. We defined what peer was in the previous uh, seg- in the previous podcast. However, the highest price to pay to coach or mentor someone is not to unfairly dismiss or judge them. See Matthew 7 verse 1, excuse me, and Proverbs 18 verse 19 in the Holy Bible. But to pay attention to them. So we're making the point that one of the hardest things, the highest prices to pay to coach someone is to, to neglect the, the temptation to dismiss people unfairly and to judge them unfairly, but to pay attention to them. Often we want to jump to coaching without being non-dismissive observers of people's behaviors who intervene of people's behavior who intervene when asked. So we are saying that in peer groups, one of the things that good peer group supporters do, peer, good peer group members do, is that they don't jump to conclusions. They observe the behavior of the person that is seeking, that is needing help, and they intervene when asked. Acts of hatred are often cries for help when we discern people's hearts instead of their deeds. So we're making this point here that the third point that people get from a peer group is is admonition. People, in in a deep sense, in some way, want someone to correct them. They want support and they want coaching. Often, though, people jump to the judgment before the coaching. And the judgment ends up into some dismissive kind of conclusions that we have about people. Oh, that, that girl is just a, a thought or that that man is just a thief or is just a liar. When deep down inside there was something that that person wanted a correction about. And your, your, your dismissiveness about that person is what helped, I'm not saying cause, but what helped to turn that person off from you. From, from receiving your support in the peer group. So when people cry out in acts of hatred, it is actually a cry for help often. And what we can do in peer groups is we can discern people's hearts instead of their deeds. Jumped forward to a lot of other conclusions, but the main thing we're saying is that one of the, the, the things that people get from peer groups is admonition or supportive, supportive, authoritative coaching. The fourth A is anthropology. And anthropology speaks to the study of cultural development and survival. 
So survival or anthropology is another reason for peer groups in academia as people survive better in groups. People develop and, su and survive better in groups than on their own generally. Ecclesiastes 4 verse 12, which is another reference from the Holy Bible, supports this view. I, however, feel that this is the loosest peer, peer driver as survival isn't really a value or a common belief as people can switch allegiances to survive. Survival, survival is an instinct. Given the urge to survive, Paul Ryan could share a room with Donald Trump. We both know that they have very little in common, but to survive as Republicans, I guess they share some values. Let me take that back and speak very cautiously here. But we're making the point that people who even hate each other can share a room, they can go through extreme measures to survive when it comes down to that because survival is an instinct not a value so we make that point that even though they're sharing a room and they're doing a joint act to survive that does not make paul ryan and donald trump for example peers so all anthropolo anthropological social groups are not peer groups similarly as messianic believers we may quote-unquote worship with work and live amongst unbelievers as we share a planet for our subsistence but does that make them our spiritual peers so the four a's namely acceptance attention admonition and anthropology are powerful individualistic drivers or reasons for and benefits from groups these may be seen as positive for the individual. However, here are a couple reasons why peer pressure can be useful to the wider society. And we're going to continue on the first one, which is promoting intimacy right after the break. Join the Family Institute today and learn how to make better life choices by cultivating a godly mindset in our messianic mentorship programs. All programs are $120 per person monthly with personal sessions, $100 for individuals and $200 for family. We look forward to have you join the conversation at famtfamily.com. Lincoln here from Turn to Burn, FamilyFamily.com's Transformational Man Cave. We're continuing on our tour of the IVEM peer pressure management system. And we thank you for being present or rejoining us if you're just joining in this tour. And we went through four reasons why persons join peer groups and what the what bene four benefits that people get from peer groups as individuals. And we spoke about those as acceptance, attention, admonition, and anthropology. We're now going into reasons why peer groups can be useful to the wider society, not just for individuals. The first reason is promoting intimacy. Now, God intends, and God here speaks to Yahweh Elohim, the in the beginning God, not the gods that other people might create. God, Yahweh Elohim, intends our interaction and intimacy, which includes transmission of values and behaviors. 
Deuteronomy 6 verse 7 and other similar references in the Bible, the Holy Bible, reveal that God intends peer pressure both as a means of intergenerational socialization, where families shape the next generation, and social cohesion and unity to reward conformity around shared messianic values and belief. A lot of words there, we're simply making the point that God did not create man to be an individualistic being. He created us to interact with each other, to engage each other as beings and to share values or share uh, principles that we hold dear and also to share behaviors. So we were supposed to have behaviors and values rub off on each other in a sense. And Deuteronomy 6 verse 7 reveal that one of the one of the places where that is that that social interaction is to take place is in families between father and son, between mother and daughter, um, husband and wife. Values are supposed to be shared and there's supposed to be intergenerational socialization between different age groups. And we're also seeing that one of the things that intimacy promotes within a, 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 a peer group and a family is a peer group, or should, should be at least, is it should promote social cohesion or unity around values and belief. And we're saying here, preferably, messianic values and beliefs. So the first reason that the first reason why peer pressure can be useful for the wider society is that it promotes intimacy and social cohesion. The second reason it promotes order and conformity. We encourage you to see 1 Corinthians 14 verse 40 in the Holy Bible. Peer pressure is a necessary part of society as it promotes social cohesion and order around shared values and 1 Corinthians 14 40 says that everything be done decently and in order so we know God is a God of order the father of Christ is a God of order so it also that is peer pressure identifies the rebels and deviants that must be coached corrected or separated Romans 12 verse 2 in the Holy Bible is not against conformity it's just against conformity conformity <clears throat> excuse me, to this world. So we're making this point that the Bible promotes order and, and it promotes peer, peer groups as a, a, a tool to promote order and it also promotes conformity. The Bible is for conformity but just not conformity to this world. And we know the world system here at 1 John 2.16 speaks to the group of, the group of, of persons and the system that encourages the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. The third reason for, the social reason for peer groups is coaching. We spoke about that a little bit earlier, but Galatians 6 verse 1, Titus 1 verse 9, Acts 14 verse 22, 2 Timothy 4 verse 2 to 5, other similar references speak to the importance of coaching for society to develop. Peer pressure rewards accepted group behavior or punishes those unrepentant for deviant behavior. So where you, where you are part of the accepted behavior of society, peer pressure rewards you. And where you don't want to conform to the group, you're punished if you don't want to accept the, the correction and the, and the coaching. If a deviant, and a deviant is someone who does not conform to peer pressure and dominant trends, is showing a desire to conform, they can be coached to conform. 
Peer pressure facilitates transmission of the dominant shared values. The biblical doctrine of coaching or exhortation seems a precise combination of comfort, correction, and cheering or congratulation, which seems most effectively done through peer groups. So the three main reasons we say for society, the three main benefits that peer pressures, peer pressure groups, peer pressure can provide for society is one, promoting intimacy, promoting two, promoting order and conformity, and three, coaching. Peers will exert more influence than non-peers. So peer pressure is important. See Hebrews 10, 24 to 25. Christ expects disciples to exert influence on non-believers through evangelism. See Matthew 28, 18 to 21. And we're going to continue on this expectation of Christ of messianic peer pressure on society in our next podcast. We encourage you to join us for that. We thank you for spending this time with us today going through peer pressure in the IVEM peer pressure management system. We encourage you to share your views and reactions with us by calling in on the Anchor platform. If you're not on the Anchor platform, you can you can uh, hook us up on our or not hook us up, but you can engage us through our FAMTI handle at FAMTI Strong. You can also visit our website at www.famtfamily.com if you want a strong family that is able to handle and exert peer pressure, positive peer pressure, hopefully. And you can also email us with your reactions at connect, C-O-N-N-E-C-T, at famtfamily.com. We encourage you to visit our website, register for some of our classes, some of our, our ministry tools there that can help your family to become a strong family that is able to handle peer pressure more effectively than before. Lincoln encouraging you to have a great day crushing malliteracy or effeminacy. And we encourage you to share this with your friends, with your family, share this with persons who are having a difficulty with peer pressure. Lincoln, Lincoln pausing for today, encouraging you to have a great day and why rob God in this world of you and be nuclear. Join the FAMTI Institute today and learn how to make better life choices by cultivating a godly mindset in our messianic mentorship programs. All programs are $120 per person monthly with personal sessions, $100 for individuals, and $200 for family. We look forward to have you join the conversation at famtfamily.com.